Episode 42, how I align with nature to clean mold in my cabin. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Good morning, Thrivers. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are. I am sitting in the quietness of this beautiful jungle. And today I want to talk about what's been happening here in the jungle. I've discovered an amazing natural ingredient to remove mold and I'm really absolutely stoked with it actually. So I'm going to show you a little story about that and other little highlights. I've seen a giant centipede on my balcony which I need to go and see if it's still there. If it's not there then I don't know where it's gone so that's always a bit scary. Giant centipedes they don't kill but they their bite hurts. I've never been bitten but I've heard stories and so just keeping an eye on that little beastie. There's always lots of little fun beasties around here. You'll be seeing the uh, last week there was a leech on my foot, which was a very funny, interesting experience. I'll be putting that up on YouTube soon. But that's the that's the that's the funness of living inside nature. And to be honest, if these these little beasties, these little insects, smaller organisms didn't exist, then it's a, a sign that your ecosystem is not well. The more biodiverse your ecosystem, the much more resilient and stronger it is. So having these little animals, I you know, it all balances out because at nighttime I have fireflies in my cabin flying around, which is probably the most beautiful little thing that happens and I always get new ones each night this must be a nice environment for them to hang out with at night time so that's super cool yeah but along with biodiverse of life comes things like mold and I was noticing that a couple of wooden pieces of furniture that I'd brought up with me were starting to get a thin film of mold over it and I it was it was in the back of my mind because obviously it's not the first thing I need to think about but I was starting to be concerned I didn't want because here in Bali if you put away something in a dark corner especially in places like here or Ubud or where it's a lot more humid and there's darker areas because people are trying to stay out of the sun and you put you know I've had an experience where I put something up in a cupboard like you would back at home where I lived in a dry environment and you could open that cupboard years later and, and nothing it might be a bit dusty but that's it but here it can be only a few months and it can be completely consumed by mold <laughs> so you're always got to keep an eye on things you can't just put something away and not check on it but uh, yeah, these, the, uh, my wooden desk that I use, my TV stand and my bookshelf were getting this thin film of sort of a dusty white, slightly green mold growing. And I didn't want to use chemicals. I don't, you know, I'm not, yeah, I don't want to use chemicals wherever I can. And so I went online to search what's the best method. And there are a few different methods and I wanted to combine them. And I did check before to combine it to give it the best possible outcome and so I did and so the ingredients are bicarb soda hydrogen peroxide and tea tree oil now what I used was one tablespoon of bicarb one tablespoon of vinegar and then you could go like four to eight drops of the tea tree oil and it was in a tiny small spray bottle and the rest was water gave it a good shake and then 
sprayed it across the surfaces and let it sit for an hour and obviously you want to check because it's a three percent hydrogen peroxide it's not a it's not high you know you've got to be careful with hydrogen peroxide and I did put it in a little area before I went through the whole thing I didn't want it to destroy my wooden furniture and so uh, I yeah I would just I actually went through on Saturday and I pulled everything out of these wooden wooden this wooden furniture like books and every and anything that was in the drawers and just found every surface and sprayed it and let it sort of dry on there wiped it over and, and let it dry and right now I can see absolutely everywhere is amazing except for one leg of the TV stand still has a small layer and I realized I missed that leg when I cleaned it so that is a really cool thing you know these are natural products I've put bicarb soda in my water tea tree oil is great for cleaning things it's a great smell as well and the 3% hydrogen peroxide is is there because they often there's many different uses that you can have with it for, for medical as well as obviously cleaning now so there's my first win well there's lots of wins but my first win for today of the podcast and I wanted to share that with you because part of living regeneratively is to find ways not just to go it's so easy just to go I'll go to the supermarket get a cleaning product that says on its container will kill mold and then come back but I, I don't want to kill everything I don't want to you know I we need to keep our biodiversity but we also need to be healthy so you, you it's finding the balance of both so that worked the the vinegar bicarb soda and tea tree oil but something I've been thinking about is the fact that I look around when I walk around and I look at a tree trunk I don't see this mold on it these these cabins you know the uh, the rest of the wood inside the cabin there's not mold in it there's a couple of areas but majority of this there is no mold and i mean i put that down to the fact that these this wood has probably been chemically treated so n not ideal but again for the survival and for the fact that that wood needs to last a longer time yeah i can understand and i i i'd have to look further into the chemicals and what that does to my health or anything but I'm digressing a bit what I what I thought was what's going on on the tree trunk of a papaya tree or a banana tree or even a normal tree why why isn't mold there are, there is some form of fungi and stuff that grows on trees you can see the patterns so it made me think you know coming back to soil microbiology you know the fact that there's amazing microbes and that when you have a great diverse soil with diverse microbes in it it actually covers not only the roots but the, the the trunks and the leaves there's a thin layer of these microbes that create this this protection from bad bacteria and fungi and mold and all that kind of stuff that's why sometimes plant leaves can have mold on it and sometimes they don't is due to the health and the the diversity of the microbes of that system so what it made me think of is I wonder if there is any sprays out there with live microbes that specifically eat mold that would be another thing that you could spray over your furniture that gives it this natural protection so that the mold doesn't doesn't eat 
doesn't exist and doesn't live because these once you spray this this microbial mix over the wood it would be fine so that's an interesting thing and I'd love to hear if you're listening to this and you know of it there is you know I think of uh, at Kuku Farm when I was doing my permaculture design course the compost toilets there they had a spray and I think it was EMF and I can't remember what it stood for I think that's what EMS maybe something microbial something <laughs> uh, I can't remember what, what it was but it was a mix of a certain microbe that would help with the smell and to help start breaking down the compost toilets so I need to look more into that as well so and I wonder if you could use the same stuff on the wood for the microbes as well so that's just another thing to think about is it's just a different way of thinking like regenerative thinking how do we use nature and align with nature to thrive and nature to protect living organisms from mold, it has a certain balance of microbes. And so it's like, okay, how can we use that to put that in our, in our bathrooms, in our kitchens, so that there is a natural layer of protection? Obviously, the, thing, the difference thing is, is that tree is a living organism and the microbes on the leaves and the microbes in the soil, for example, in the soil, they're getting exudates. The plant's actually feeding them. So there's a, there's a benefit there. And, and I, I'm not sure if it, what happens on the leaves for the microbes to live there. Maybe there's a, an exchange of something going on. So putting it on your bath, in your bathtub or shower, these microbes, they might feed off the mold or whatever's in your bathroom, but eventually they'd probably die because they're not necessarily going to get any benefits from that. Or, however, they would exist there because that's where normal mold would grow. And so there's, but they're eating it in the, you know, on the microbial level, they're eating enough of the balance of it. So yes, those are my thoughts of how we can live regeneratively with cleaning products and move forward in that way. And I, and I see that we'll eventually move that way because it's, it's interesting though, we've been such anti-germs and, you know, the majority of society is still anti-germs and what the interesting thing is the good germs are the ones that actually protect us from the bad germs and when you go around spraying something that kills 99.9% .9 of bacterias and germs you're actually killing the good guys too which gives more opportunity for the bad guys to thrive because the good guys aren't there protecting them so that's something to think about we need to to use nature nature in nature you walk in a forest it isn't sterile it's thriving with life but you walk through a forest and you feel clean and pure and, and it's because of that good microbes on the leaves on the soil on the rocks on everything that is helping that that forest survive and so we need to have that mind shift in that so yeah anyway that's one pondering the second pondering I have at the moment is the issue of waste here now we're up high in the villages up in the mountains these are old villages it's not many companies or anything come here in fact the eco barley recycle doesn't come up here which is the product it's which is the recycling company that I've used since I discovered them <laughs> as soon as I found out I could be part of a solution rather than a problem I hopped on that bandwagon and I'd actually like to go and discuss with them so what what I'm pondering here is because they just literally will put whatever plastic paper metal everything in one inside a plastic bag and then just throw it or burn it and I was on my drive down with, I have a driver here, this young, beautiful boy, he's 23, he has a baby girl that's two, three months old. 
um, he's the son of the landowner here and he was driving me down to, to town to do all my shopping. I went to about five different shops to collect some things and I took a car instead of my motorbike because it's, it's <laughs> much more comfortable, especially when you're going to carry a whole lot of things. Anyway, I was talking with him about the dangers of plastic and if you burn them, how it can cause, you know, lots of different diseases, cancer, all that kind of stuff. And I was sharing with him what I do and how I'm really passionate about regenerative living and how we can thrive with nature and, you know, all through Translate because he doesn't speak English. And I, could, I can speak enough Indonesian. However, when it starts to become specific into areas, I'm starting to learn the new words. Yeah, so we, we had to take some of my rubbish and, yeah, I think, you know, devastatingly right now, I think that the plastic and all that, it just wasn't recycled. I've got rubbish sitting out the front at the moment that I haven't had the heart to throw out yet because it's, I just don't know what to do. So this is the plan is to contact EcoBali, the recycling company here and ask if I can, cause normally you get two bags and then they'll clean them every, every week they'll come and pick them up and take them. And one bag's for paper, cardboard, the other bag's for plastic, metal and glass. And so I'm, my thoughts are if I could ask to get two large bags and that I can bring it down every either week or fortnight direct to that company and swap the bags over and, and, and I'll pay but do it that way. So that's my option. I, I, I imagine that should still be fine but at least then I know I'm not taking them, the rubbish from here and it's not just going into landfill or plastic and eventually if I can educate enough people and there's enough of a demand I'd love to work out somehow how we can get Ecobali to come up here and do these couple of villages so that yeah these villages can really learn but I mean that's one of my goals is to learn how to live regeneratively here but help share what I'm learning with the locals but not in a way of I'm telling them what to do. And that's very, that's something I'm really cautious about. Like, is this white Westerner coming in and telling them how to live? I don't want to do that. I just want to live a certain way and hopefully they will be inspired. Yeah, so those are the two ponderings of my life at the moment. And I wanted to share these regenerative tips that I'm learning. I'd love to hear what kind of things that you're discovering on your journey of becoming more regenerative. But yeah, so thank you so much for listening this week. I Lots is happening. I will keep you updated when I am next week when you join me back here in the jungles of Bali. Have a beautiful week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Living Supplement Garden, a garden that reads your individual's body's condition and grows the substances it requires to move towards optimal health and potentially healing your ailments. When we align with nature, we thrive with nature. I'd love to have you join myself and others as we discover the magic of nature together and strive to heal both ourselves and our planet. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.